This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favorite fitness program, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Hello. Good morning. Oh, you sound actually okay now. I was a bit I'm worried because really you're trying hard. You me. should, you should, you do, you do try hard. Paulie boy's a poorly boy again. Poorly, poorly. I probably poorly. shouldn't be here. I'm going to get in trouble when they all wake up at home and find that I've gone. I've do you think? Oh, really? Yeah, but you, you, you actually wouldn't know. You no. sound okay. You look all right. Well, acceptable. I look normal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll get into this. Yeah. You don't cough at me. Then That's what I was hoping. Yeah, yeah I don't want to cough in. But I wasn't in a very good place at two o'clock this morning. When Where I was... were you? Where you were like Beirut or somewhere? <laughs> I was in my bed. Oh, were you? And my teeth were chattering and I was, you know, when you sweat up and you're like, sweat's born out of you and... Did yeah, you have good. any delusions? Because I, I had some weird dreams. Because what I do is I get into I, the thought pattern of yeah. thinking about something that becomes something else that becomes purely logical in yeah. that bit of sort of insanity. And then when you wake up in the morning, you think, <laughs> you feel it again and you think, oh. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You and do, you're don't kind you? Of, you're, you're having to, in your brain, make it logical and yeah. think, this didn't, that wasn't a dream, that didn't happen. It's yeah. really weird. And the knife, I mean, I just <sighs> thought, I, I wouldn't need it again. At least, at least, well, I didn't eat, I haven't eaten anything since yesterday lunchtime. So really? Do <laughs> they fried. say, was it feed a cold, starve a fever, a bird in the hand is worth uh, two, two in cake? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to bed at 8 o'clock, which is, that's quite unusual for me as well, and then woke up at 2am in the morning. That's, that's so the worst thing. I knew this might make me feel better, though, coming in here. You'll, you'll mentally feel better, yeah. and you'll feel drained, but you can yeah. go home and chill. And don't do anything today, mate. Well, I was supposed to be running after going mate, from here, mate. but I'm not. You're not going to run. No, I'm please not, tell no, me you're not going to run. I've already texted the lady to say I'm not going to run. I'm not going to run. I'll go home, and I might, if I feel rough, I'll just go back to bed for now. Well, exactly. We'll just lie on the settee yeah. with some whiskey and some honey That's with nice. a... Um, with some aspirin or disprin or whatever in it, because uh, yeah. you can take you can take um, you can take anodin and um, ibuprofen. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time. So, let me lemme I've got my little chloroseptic spray. Oh, you have, haven't you? Just in case I lost my voice, but it doesn't feel too bad at the moment. I think you'll be all right. Now I'm up and about. I feel yeah. better. Up and about, poorly boy. We call you. And you know, man flu is, is the worst disease known to the living man, isn't it? Well, it's. Um, it's a, it's a serious issue, it to be is. honest. It really is. How's your week been, anyway? It's been all right. We've got lots coming up today. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you off air. It's been um, lots coming up today. We're going to talk about Sony. We're going to talk about the ageing tech expert needed uh, by the Department of Working Pensions. Netflix, patent the VPN crapdowns, all a lie. Uh, the charger that boosts batteries in seconds. And that sounds really exciting. Oh, so, I did uh, see that. I didn't you, read about it, but I saw the headline. Yeah, why the future of drones is up in the air. And we've got a little feature uh, on flat battery day. Baz and Teleback. Yay. I did have some time yesterday evening to spend an hour editing oh. and uh, adding some gain and oh. getting rid of the trying to get rid of some of the echo because they sit like one must sit in the corner in the facing in the toilet. It sounds like it does sound like that. Um, did you have to take any effing and jeffing out of them this time? No, I think she said the word bloody, but I does that's acceptable. That's fair enough. Well, yeah. It is now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, not doing it anymore. So they need to sort it out. They yeah. need some headphones. They need to... Well, they just and need a some mic. earphones. They got a proper mic. They got, oh, all they got a proper yeah, mic. It's all done. I went and got bought that from. Oh, did you? Well, you know, 
to get it bottom wiping and all that, you know. And if only they worked for a big corporation that was used to yeah, sort of broadcasting. It. I know oh, it's ridiculous. bizarre. I mean, that would help them out a lot. <laughs> oh, we love you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. Me and Kellen. Me and Kellen. That's a new name. Okay. Me and Helen have been having lots and lots and lots of meaningful chats this oh. week about work. Is so she, um, yeah, she was moving down to this neck of the woods. I believe she is. Yeah, is that still on? I believe it is. Lidbrook. Yeah, yeah, she can become neighbours. All right then. She left all like that then. Well, she must give it that Cockney accent. They won't stand there, will they? Otherwise, they fill her house with water. <laughs> fill her house with water. Why would they do that? I have no idea. I made, <laughs> it, up. I made it up completely. <laughs> do you think it's going to be a surreal show today? Didn't I bring my phone out here? No. You got it in there. Yes. Oh, today is Barry Quintin's birthday. That's your mate from BT, isn't it? Uh, he was at BT with me. I didn't really know him then. He was a bit scary. But then he beat, when I worked with him at Orange, he was a nutter. Scary Barry. Yeah. We got uh, Back to Back today from Howard Jones. And the majority of the songs today, if not all of them, apart from the new entries we're going to play, are brought to you by the letter H. And we're going to start off now with a nice song to do with kissing and starting by a band that is uh, a name of a drink. That begins with an H? Yes. Heineken. Heineken, you've got it! <laughs> this is... It started with a kiss by Heineken. It started with a kiss. It was hot chocolate. The back row of the classroom. How could I resist the aroma of your
Lovely song that was at this time in the morning on a oh, Saturday. Chocolate. Yes. So you obviously got that, didn't you? you yeah. Didn't think it really was high enough. <laughs> no. So when it's past eight, it's the tenth of January already. How many days till Christmas? Is it three hundred and forty something? Yeah, three hundred and fifty-five. Is it? No, it can't be because it's the end of the year, isn't it? Yeah, you're dope. Have we started a countdown already? I think we have. The seven FM countdown to Christmas. We should do it. February. We should do it. I think it's got to be done, hasn't it? Did you tune into Streety's show on Thursday? Yeah, I don't like it. It's rubbish. Didn't he have some big interview he was doing? Don't know, maybe. I felt like I should have tuned in. Yeah. I think I was washing my hair or something. No, I, I don't. I, when I say I don't like a show, it's rubbish. That's just mainly <laughs> true. It's not true at all. Um, got a new 7FM stream server online. Oh, cool. Just to stop these problems we've been having, because there seems to be a lot of links, a lot of... Um, a lot of... Uh, hops? Oh, no, no. Yes, a lot of hops. 16... Um, which obviously each hop has a, a bit of latency on it yeah. but that's not a major problem if it's consistently up yeah yeah problem is you've got a lot of providers between Sky and them yeah that can fail so um, peering partners that's the word ah. so there's a lot of peering so I know Cogent have had issues between the UK and the States and then level 3 have had issues uh, another one which I can't remember the name of Advent I think it is they've had issues so I don't know why all of a sudden traffic to the state maybe it's this incident in France this week I don't know um, who knows but the good thing is I've got a new one and um, I've tried about four or four different VPS providers virtual private server providers the first one was okay but it just kept losing service every now and then but it was only for a second and then it'd be up again okay. which is fine so what do these servers do exactly then you just well, the stream servers I'm going to build okay. on them. Right. Um, yeah, so some of them ones I've had have just... I've not even got through the... I've paid for it. It's now five days and I haven't got it. Okay. The first one I had, it was done within 15 minutes. Right. So I actually got on to um, this guy yesterday, uh, clicked on chat, asked him a load of questions. I was talking for an hour on chat, basically. Right, is it this? Is it that? What happens if I don't like it? Can okay. I cancel? Yeah, cancel, no penalty. In fact, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. Oh, that's fair enough. And then... Um, Went through the provision, it went, provisioned it, paid for it, and then they rang me up, which oh. I've never had any internet service provider ring me up before. Fair enough. They rang me up, said it'd be done within two hours. Uh, it was done within two hours, and it seems to be up. It's not actually doing anything at the moment. Yeah. And it's, um, I think it's seven hops between here and there. I was looking at the, you know, the Listen Again service when I was uploading my show on Wednesday. I don't know how you set this stuff up. It's all, you, you've got some knowledge to be able to do all this. It's all very complicated to me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I am brilliant, basically, to be fair. And I don't Definitely. like to throw that in anyone's face, I w- but I'm I a genius. I wouldn't know where to start. Wouldn't with, you? No. Well, I didn't really. know where to start, but I, what you can do is there's a fair... You would actually be okay. There's a fair amount of logic to everything when it comes to what I've done. 
Uh, and mainly, it's about copy. So if I want to do something, I'll go on the internet, type what I want to do. Yeah. And somebody will have done it somewhere. Oh, so you're not clever at all then? Not really, I'm stupid. I just can <laughs> nick a plagiarise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you just enough. copy what they've done and change it to okay. suit your... That's not true. I mean, I once, I couldn't remember how to change the root password yesterday. So I just typed in uh, Ubuntu root password and it's like, you just type P-A-S-S-W-D. Um, if you're not root, it's pseudo space people, uh-huh. you know, yeah. so it's, yeah. um, it's all doable, mate. It's all out there, isn't it? It's all out there, isn't it? But it's still good, though. I thought it was clever. Yeah, thanks. Could you say it again? I, th- I think it's all clever. Yeah. How clever do you think it is, though? <laughs> 12T. 12T clever. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of clever. I'm not feeling very well. I'm complimenting you in the yeah, first well, that's 16 minutes. Say, that's not... Have you seen Martin Farrant's photo on um, Facebook? He changed his profile picture. Yes. The, the... Some people were really rude about him. Well, I was going to put something on there. I thought, I actually thought, what would Martin Farrant do? And he would just say what he thought. Yeah. And then I went to, and I, do you know what? I thought, no, I won't do that. Because um, I was just going to put, he will kill again. That's all I was going to put on the bottom. <laughs> I think he looks like Ron Jeremy, Jer- Jeremy, who's a famous porn star, isn't he, or something? Is that right? I think. Oh, he does. I think he looked like, and I think someone put that, and then I felt really bad for him. I felt sorry for him, so I just clicked like. Yeah. <laughs> what, like the comment? Not the comment, no, oh. like the picture, because I thought, you know, bless him. Well, right, fair enough, fair enough. Someone put something really horrible, like, uh, about him being chubby. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh. And I thought it was a bit mean. Well, chubby, webby, that's what I say. Oh, that's all exactly what I say. Absolutely. Glasses are on. They are. We're going to do some news, I reckon. We might be. Sony <laughs> Boss. So, apparently no playbook for dealing with the hack attack. There was no precedent for how to deal with a hacking attack on the scale of which hit Sony Pictures. Its chief executive has said, Michael Linton said his firm had no playbook on how to respond. In a white, we wouldn't use that term playbook, would we? What would we no. say? There was no manuscript, there was no manual, we'd say, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, manual, probably. There was no manual. So we changed the words as we go along. Yeah. Michael Linton <laughs> said his firm had said, no manual. There was no manual on how to respond. By the way, he didn't say that, he said playbook. <laughs> okay. In a wide-ranging interview with the Associated Press, he also described the scale of the attack which the US government has blamed on North Korea. But one, ex- one security expert said that Sony should have spotted the danger and prepared contingency plans. Oh, that's easy to say after, after the fact. The event, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I sound like an American now. Yeah, after me the do. Fact, after I? the fact. After the fact. Linton said that immediately after the attack came to light, his company scrambled to restore communications, digging out old phones and working out how to pay staff oh, with paper word. checks. <gasps> we are the canary, as another analogy here, we are the canary, canary in the, the coal, coal mine. mine. That's for sure, he told the Associated Press. So, I don't know. I mean, there's got to be contingency. This is like BCP, isn't it? Business continuity planning. Absolutely. What you do. I mean, we've got a... I've got a bit of BCP here. If this if this, um, if this, this studio gets taken out by a, an Exocet, then... Uh, but your BCP has to be fit for purpose, I suppose, isn't it? I mean, you don't want to spend millions of pounds putting in contingency for something that'll never happen. Really? Is that right? Oh, you're joking. <laughs> I so spent you... £1.2 million pounds <laughs> building a server in, 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 the, in the secondary data centre in the loft okay. over there. Right. So and, uh, of course, there's no separacy. So if this gets taken out by an exoset, the chances are the house okay. is going to go. That's... So really, uh, what's Streety been doing? He's got all this blimmy. He left the fader up. He left, Fa- the, yeah. left the fader up. He left the amp on, on loud. Did he? When we come in, we could hear it going, can we? I mean, what's going on? Blimmin' hell, PT. <sighs> it's not good, is it? He's supposed to be professional. Yeah, he's all right, though. He's all right. He's all right, really. He's plugging his show well, isn't he? Doing a lot of Plugatron. Yeah. He don't plug ours, does he? No. Or yours? No. Do you listen to yours? No. Yeah, he's not interested. It's me. Yeah, me when me I message him and say we're online now, he's like, 
And then the la- a couple of weeks ago, he pretended he was listening. Oh, did he? And I tested him by asking him a question on air and waiting for an answer. And you never. And then I messaged and I went, you're not listening, are you? And he went, no. Oh, <laughs> mate. That's, that must hurt so much. It does. Gutted. Do you know what it is to feel that night of pain? I do. I do. You're not on... You, I can tell you're not your normal self. I'm I'm trying. You are very trying. Look, I've left my news in here from Wednesday. Or Julian did, look. That. That oh, was, yeah. What was in, What was on that, then? Mercedes-Benz unveil latest self-driving car. Oh, uh, we talked about that on the show on the Saturday. So you pa- plagiarising my news now. Sony launches the new Walkman. Yeah, we had that as well. Eight more planets. Hang on, what's this? Is this... Is this... Is this prep? That's my prep. And the dog we got left at, left at the station with a suitcase in air. God, you copy everything on That was it? the day's <laughs> news. <laughs> oh, I can't cope with this. Should we have another song? Why not? I think we should. Should we do a quick ad break and then do a song? We're going to play... Um, oh, I love this song, actually. Is it another H song? It is another H. It's, uh, it's uh, La Maison de la... de... What's the, what's the French for pain? Pain? Oh. <laughs> I've given it away now. What a burk. Hang on, I'm still none the wiser. Oh, uh, no, probably not. What are we Pan? Gonna... Is it bread? You want about bread? Yeah, that's right. House of bread. That's what. Jump around. <laughs> okay. um, we're going to play uh, an advert break, and then we're going to play a bit of uh, House of Pain and jump around. That's a pen. Uh, uh, jump around. Oh, I uh, know it. Uh, jump around. Uh, 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 jump up and jump up and get down. Andy Clark on 7 FM. Right, lads, big match today. Time to warm up. Oi, where are you going? Trev, shut that door. Wixie, turn the thermostat up to 21. There are lots of ways to warm up this winter, like keeping your heating between 18 and 21 degrees and closing doors and curtains. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keep warm, keep well. So, what are we having done? So, I'm thinking I want a layered fringe mm-hmm. with more volume around the back. Yep. And I really, really want a textured wave. Great. With uh, feathered ends, but yep. done as a wet cut. Shall then- we start with a grade one all over and just go from there? Okay. Lunchtime can't come soon enough, with a different deal every day on the freshly prepared McDonald's Deli Choices range. Today, enjoy the Cajun Crispy Chicken Wrap for just one ninety nine. <laughs> Rest of range from 2.99 to 3.69 from 10:30 a.m. Subject to availability. Participating restaurants. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Get in. 
uh-huh. Word to your moms, I came to drop bombs. I got more rhymes than the Bible's got songs. And just like the prodigal son, I've returned. Anyone stepping on me, you'll get burned. Cause I got lyrics, but you ain't got none. If you come to battle with a shotgun. But if you do, you're a fool, cause I do to the death. Trying to step to me, you take it last breath. I got the skill, come get your bill. Cause when I shoot the gift, I shoot the kill. I came to get down, I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around. For South Gloucester. Sure. 7FM. You jumping around, Paul? I quite like that song. It's good, isn't it? It's one of those songs you think you shouldn't you, like, but it's actually quite you good. You actually can't stop moving to it, Jump can about. You? Jump around. Sounds <laughs> like a monkey now. Yeah, you do look. We're talking about monkey later. With yeah, how come they got the word monkey? Did you give them that or have they thought nope, that up? they thought them up themselves. So that's going to involve something about monkey boy, isn't it? No, nope, nothing. Don't even nothing. mention you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not at all. I know. Anyway, did you hear that, mm-hmm. um, and we could be eligible for this, an ageing tech expert sought by the DWP? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The government is seeking an expert in systems that are more than 40 years old to revamp technology used by the Department for Work and Pensions. I'm your man. Yeah, we've been around kicking about, haven't we? Are you a tech expert? No. Okay. But I'm old. Okay, well then that's half of it. <laughs> so I'll do the tech expert bit oh, and you can be the old, the old bit. <laughs> um, the DWP manages the infrastructure needed to run many core services in our daily lives, such as the BACS transactions used to pay wages. Its new chief technology officer will make use of a one billion... I'm starting to... Quite literally. Uh, <laughs> annual budget. However, one public sector tech expert warned against falling into the trap of big IT overhauls. Speaking to Government Computing Magazine, the executive director for the Government Digital Service, Mike Bracken, acknowledged the department's creaking, creaking, sorry, tech situation. Like every part of government, we have lots of old stuff, he Well, said. that's it, because it, I think it's the old, like my dad used to say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And oh, the problem yeah. is, the longer you don't fix it, the long then it starts to become yeah. broke. And then it becomes too big to fix. Yep. So, I mean, the NHS, the new, what was it, what's the name of that project that um, to to deploy a unified um, 
uh, database and oh program. for all the health records yeah. across Doc GPs and all that. I mean, that, you'd think they had that already, don't well, they? You didn't. would do, yeah. So yeah, I think you, that's now online, though, isn't it? I believe so. So when you go to your doctor, it's all kind of joined up, isn't it? But you, that's that's massive. No, but that should have happened. It should have done. But it comes down to that fact of when do you do it? When do you actually decide that this is true? If you don't do it now. It's going to, you know, they tried it before and failed, didn't they? It's such a massive, because everybody, it's the only thing I think every single person would have. Yeah. If you think of anything else, a driving license, not everyone's got a driving license. No, it's true. A car, not everyone's got a car. A bank account, not everyone's got a bank account. Yeah. Passports, not everyone's got a passport. Everyone has a NHS number, a national insurance number. And I reckon with these projects, isn't it a case of, you know this better than me, there's bleeding edge technology, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And there's old technology, and you don't want to be stuck. You don't want to always be cutting bleeding edge technology. No, because, because you don't want to be the finding out all the Exactly. And then you don't want to be too far behind. But somewhere in the middle is that happy bit, isn't there, where you can upgrade? Exactly. If you if you want to get involved with this conversation, then we don't want you to. <laughs> so we're not going to tell you to get in touch. But you can email us studio at seven FM. You can text us uh, with iMessage, with SMS or MMS. Send us a photograph of yourself and what you're doing to 0773 629 772. Unless you're filming. Unless you're filming. Don't send us any photos. No, we don't see them. If you're outside of the UK, then uh, substitute the zero for a plus four four. Brigitte, Veronica, Julian. I am... Oh, yeah, from Mega. No. Not that Julian. From Donegal. Oh, that Julian. Yeah. Uh, you can do that. You can. You could do some other stuff. You could ring us, but don't do that. We don't want to talk to you. I'm like, I smell all of you. Oh, I hate all of you. Sometimes I get a message from someone. Who? Bill Meek's normally saying he's listening. The Meekmeister. Uh, my brother's. My brother's going to be heading back to London later today. It's quite sad to say goodbye to him. Well, London. He's got to teach for a week, and then he's back off to Mumbai. Is he a medical person? No, he's a. Well, he will be in a few months. A doctor of anthropology. <laughs> Isn't that what Ross was on Friends and they took the mickey out of him? Oh, no, no anthropology. Idea. No, anthropology. That's the... Oh, so we're watching a thing called Community. Yeah. Um, and they take the anthropology class because it could, they can make it up. <laughs> so the teacher's oh, English really? in it. It's in America. He should watch Community. Oh, Community. Series, tell him about series that. Series 2. It's basically in Series 1. Have you ever heard of Ken, Ken Jong? Ken mm. Jong is the Chinese guy. Uh, he's, he's American, but he's of yeah. Chinese origin, who was in The Hangover. Oh, Though, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, he, the, the, the class of... Um, and basically what happens is, this guy, Jeff, is a lawyer, okay. and he gets found out. He's a lawyer, a multi-million pound lawyer, and he yeah. gets found out that he didn't do one basic course, and he lied about it, okay. and they told him he's got to go back and do his, <laughs> his, and, uh, his uh, college degree again, oh, no. so that he can, um, he can then re- take his bar and become a lawyer again. Okay. Um, and in America, they have this community college, don't they? Which is like it's 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 frowned upon as as not real college. Ah, uh, yeah. But okay, anyone can right. go there at any age. Okay. So Chevy Chase is in it. Okay. He's like a, a sixty-year-old millionaire, and he's gone back. He, he just where's the anthropology come in? Well, then? I was going to say, but let me tell you. But okay, so so on. in the first series, the the lesson of um, of Mickey Take and the easy lesson is Spanish one hundred and one. Okay. And Spanish 101 is done by Senor Chang, who is Ken Jong. <laughs> okay. And basically, the first time you see him, because you don't know how he's going to be, because he's a nutter. Yeah. And he comes up and he goes, yes, Senor Chang. I am Senor Chang. Those words don't go together. Because you look at my face and you think, oh, he's so mystical and Chinese looking. You want me to be like that? Ah. 
<laughs> yes, well, you're wrong. <laughs> and then in the second series, the lesson, Senor Chan gets found out that he's actually got no degree. Oh, and he learned all of his stuff by watching... Um, What's that the Spanish program the kids watch? Not oh, not Dora the Explorer. Dora. <laughs> <laughs> By watching Dora the Explorer <laughs> and reading the back of Kellogg's boxes or something like that. Fantastic. It's quite funny. Fantastic. So the lesson the lesson that they all go to. Um, is anthropology, which is done by an English comedian. He plays the teacher. Okay. And the one I've just watched, they're all stood up, he stood up drinking at the front of a bottle of vodka. Right. And the dean walks in, and he's just about to take this big swig of uh, drink, and he says, right, if you all want to pass, then what I want you to do is listen to my story about so-and-so. So they all listen to his story. And as the dean walks in, he says, uh, he picks the glass up and looks at it and smashes it on the floor and goes, and that's what they do at Jewish weddings. <laughs> <laughs> So That's what is good. anthropology? Because I still don't know. If I understand it, and if Glenn, if you're listening, just message in or something. It's the way that society develops. Ah, right. Well, that makes sense. So yeah. Jewish wedding, smashing stuff, would yeah. be a good example of anthropology. So Glenn's special is women's health in third world countries. Oh, wow. So that's how he did all this stuff in Peru. Because they treat... And I think the same in India, from what I can gather... If you're a woman, the medical says you get a different medical system from if you're a bloke. If you're a bloke, you get treated really well. If you're a woman, you're almost like... If I understand Third it correctly, class you're kind of second-class citizen, yeah. yeah. So he's studying all of that. So there you go. He Fair obviously play. got a share of brains in the family. Has he? A lot like me. No. Well, oh, I see, yeah, exactly. levels, yeah. Oh, that's, don't be hard on yourself, mate. A right. lot of people are hard on you, but, you know, yeah. don't, don't be too hard on you, yourself. Yeah, but you're, you're about as qualified as me, aren't you? Um, what in? Anything, nothing. Nothing. No, I've got some technical qualifications to my name. Yeah, I am. LS, LS, G, LSG, LOB, LSD, LSD, LOB, with diamonds. Exactly. Do you use Netflix? No. Well, we do. We pay for it. We don't use it, so I should stop paying for it. Netflix VPN crackdown claims that we talked about a few weeks ago or last week. Oh yeah. Well, apparently false, says the executive. So Netflix has criticised false reports. It's been cracking down on customers using the workaround to watch media blocked in their area. The company denied reports it stepped up its attempts to block access to virtual private networks, VPNs. Ooh. Uh, Netflix said its existing policy against the use of VPNs to circumvent geographical content barriers remains unchanged. But it said its service would still work via some VPNs. The claim that we have changed our policy on VPNs is false, said Netflix Chief Product Officer Neil Hunt. Speaking at this year's Consumer Electronics Show, CES in Las Vegas, he said, people are using a VPN to access our service from outside of the area will find that it will still work exactly as it has done before. He was speaking in response to widespread claims that the popular media streaming firm has begun a crackdown on customers who used VPNs at the behest of studios unhappy at their licensing arrangements Ah. being ignored. And to be fair... That's what you've got to remember. It's not Netflix's content. They are just the medium to provide the content to you. And the, the actual owner of the content, who owns the IPR and all of the rights, and is it, he, it's his property. So can I ask a question? Hang on, I'm finished. All right. <laughs> it's his property that you're using. And therefore, don't have a go at Netflix. No. Uh, have a, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to speak. Have a no, go. <laughs> no. My quest- have a go at... Oh, he's done it again. <laughs> My question is, are these people that are... S- I don't know if it's the right terminology, spoofing where they are by using another server in another country. It's the correct terminology. Well, then, yes, yes. To to watch something in the US that isn't supposed to be available over here yet. Yeah, tunnelling. Tunnelling. Okay. Tunnelling is all. There you go. It's a bit like they did in uh, 
The Great Escape. Oh, can you hear my stomach rumbling? Was that your stomach? Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. What was that? It's because I haven't eaten some chainsaw in it. It yeah. sounds like a chainsaw, doesn't it? Yeah. I didn't hear it, really. I was just going along with it. <laughs> Mr. Meek's uh, awake. Is he? You got a message there from him. What's he said? Oh, he has. Let's have a look. So he says, Phil Meek to your group. Morning, guys. Sorry, late on parade today. Feeling knackered again. Oh. Well, we're going to play a nice little song for you now, our Philly boy. Yeah, because he's not been very well, is he? He's are not been very well. Are you better, Phil? I hope he's better now. This one's going to cheer you up, mate. This is probably the best-known one from the House Martins, which we played a few weeks ago. We're going to play it again. This is Happy Hour. Brilliant. So this will cheer Phil up. Phil will be dancing around his bedroom like what's-his-name-was, the lead singer. In his who, pants. Who was, then went to the beautiful South. Yeah. We had this discussion, didn't we? Carrying up the charts. That's him. This is for our Phil. Top DJ mate. What a good place to be Don't believe it What a good place to be Don't believe I Quick song, wasn't it? It was a good song though. Happy, good, good nice. Song. Cheered me up now. I'm definitely starting to feel a bit better. You are, aren't you? My throat's yet... not hurting so much. You look terrible. Yeah, I know. I always look like that. Though. Oh yeah, you do. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Where, where's where's our man and everybody else then? Don't know. I, I don't know. They've not got in contact. Pete, he don't bother now. He's got his own show and he's now famous and he doesn't bother with us. Um, Barry, don't respond to anything. Doesn't he? No, I don't. I don't email him. Do you um, email Mandy? I have, well, I'm not going to, because every time I've asked, she said she was going to come back after the new year, but yeah. she hasn't, so, it's, you know, it's, it's, everyone's got a life. Yeah, and it doesn't matter, I mean, I'm say, you know, there's no problem. We, when when we, we're famous and we have Dab and we cover all the Gloucestershire in a few <laughs> months' time, then, you know, there'll be people, there will be people knocking at my door and they can go... I was dreaming about that last night as well. What were you dreaming? That, um, 
So we've having this big retaining wall built around the back of the house. Yeah. And I thought, you could just screw the aerial to the side of my house. Yeah. And it could just poke up in the air a long way. Yeah, it could. Well, I mean, I was trying to get somebody... I was trying to get somebody at EE to allow us... To, to give us two phones that we could use to run the back all over. And it wouldn't matter where the transmitter is then. So that we could just use your house anyway and just put that... Hang on, how does that work? Well, you basically have 4G. Oh. A receiver with 4G receiving 4G. Ah. And the two meg goes across the 4G. But I emailed my mate Matt Stagg, and he just sort of like, yeah, 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 go and buy two phones. I don't want to buy them. I want you to give me for nothing, and I want you to pay for it for nine months. <laughs> two meg, two, two megabits per second over a day, and then yeah. over a month, and over nine months Quite. is a lot of data. That's fair enough. Um, but I might try and get some sponsorship. 7FM sponsored by EE. Yeah. Be all right, wouldn't it? Or BT. Or BT. So would that be BT with two E's at the end? <laughs> yeah, BT, EE, I like that. Well, no, BT. Yeah, T. T E E. No, no, mean? yeah, B T. Yeah. Not B T E E. B T. <laughs> We're in a loop here. Yeah. B T. Bone harm. Oh, Elliot. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> True story. That film must be about 40 years old now, It's got to be, hasn't it? It's got to be. It's got to be poor, hasn't it? It's got to be. Are you, so, are you into other TV series at the moment? Are you watching anything? So, watching. Uh, yeah, we're watching Crisis. With oh, um, the new one. Oh yes, very good. So yeah. I suggest you get that back. I think it's on Watch, and Watch is part of isn't Watch part of UK TV yeah, group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Owned by the BBC and ITV. Is it? It used to be. Okay. Can you check that out? I'd like to know. Do you want me to? Have check you got it your out? pad with you? Uh, if you, if you got a, if it means waking you up, don't bother. No, I'm trying. Trying what? Oh, don't knock your blimmin' squirty stuff over. <laughs> your throat stuff. Uh, this might have a volume on it. So right. I don't know what's happened to this because you so, just put UKT, just put watch and then put UKTV and just see if it comes up. So yeah, so I'm watching Crisis and it's got Gillian Anderson in oh, of yeah. fame of um, Scully in Mulder. She's a fantastic actress. She's isn't she? lovely as well. Does a great English accent in another film I watched the other day with her in. Was it Dickens? No. Oh, it wasn't. So we saw in that she was Miss Havisham oh. in Great Expectations. Did she have a Cockney accent? Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, Cockney And do you know, yeah. I've oh. never, up until last year, I'd never read any Dickens. No, I don't bother with it. And it's, uh, it's trying scary. to keep it up. It's too scary. And I read it. Absolutely Rubbish. brilliant. Oh, sorry. Brilliant. It's good Funny, stuff. dry humour, superb. Just like being in here. Yeah, it was good. I have no idea what I was looking at here. This, this. What else are we watching? So we're also watching... Um, Broadchurch is back. Oh, so Janine's been watching that. But uh, it got a bit of a slating in the Times the other day. Why was that? Just it was saying the same old, same old again. Ironically, two of the people at Doctor Who, uh, the old Doctor Who were in it. So David Tennant and the guy who plays um, uh, Karen Gillan's husband. I can't remember his name now. In Doctor Who? Yeah. They were the two before the lovely Jenna Coleman. Oh, it's not... <gasps> Is this your latest, he is fantastic. Your latest crush. Yeah, it is. I have these crushes <laughs> for a week what, or so. What was I looking up about UK TV? It, what is it? Uh, multi awarding, multi award winning media company with ten channels. Got Dave Goldwatch Alibi. Gold. Dave Goldwatch Alibi. Yesterday drama Eden history. Really home good food and on demand service. So who who owns it? UK TV shareholders. It's a motion uh, jointly owned by BBC Worldwide and Scripps Networks Interactive. Formed in 1997 to a joint venture between BBC Worldwide and Flextech. When Flextech's going to do with Channel 4 at one point. Yeah, I think they were, yeah. It's all a bit incestuous, isn't it? All this stuff, it all kind of. There you go. Was that, was that what you needed to know? Yeah, it was, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, um, yeah, it, it is main, it's major shareholders, BBC then. I, I've managed, you know, obviously the only series I've managed to get into was Lost. We've managed one in about a month. You know it's all made up, don't you? It's not real. 
Yeah, I don't know. Don't, don't, <laughs> and don't tell me the ending because there's still about 50 oh, episodes to go. To be honest, you could. I can't even remember the ending because it was so crazy. And when you, you were saying about people spoofing VPNs to listen to Netflix, Janine was so. When that was being broadcast live, she was absolutely so desperate to watch them. And of course, they were coming out with the states first, weren't they? Yeah. And she was kind of even. And Janine's not techie, but she was like, "How can I get? How can I watch this? It's online in the states. I got to watch it. I can't wait for it." Six months for it to come out here. See, we've done that. So I've got a, um, and I'm sure this is illegal and I'll be killed now for saying this. Best not saying that. Okay, but we have, um, I have a a US iTunes account and I have a UK iTunes account. So we want to watch Suits as soon as it's out in the uh, US. But Um, you'd buy that? Yeah, we buy it. They can't really complain then. Well, they can because I'm paying for something I'm not allowed to watch here. Okay. Okay. Um, I've also bought a load of um, Doctor Who so I can watch David... Capaldi? Peter Capaldi, is it? Uh, is the one the was, new Doctor? Yeah, the one who was in... Um, is it not the right stuff? What was it called? Shall I get on that as well? Yeah, Peter Capaldi. He basically was a, a, a politician that Effin and Jeff do all the time. Okay. Well, he wasn't He wasn't a politician. I think he was like a right-hand man. I don't know what you call him. Are they rerunning as well, W1A? Oh, I hope so. Are they? I just saw a friend of mine put on his social media... W1A, got to watch it, absolutely hilarious. It is, it is, it is. So Peter Dugan Capaldi is a Scottish actor and film director. He has played numerous roles in film and television, best known for being the 12th and current actor to play the lead role in... Dot, 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 dot. Doctor Who. Doctor Who, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There you go. So what was he doing before that? It was called the, the something stuff. I'll have to... The wrong stuff, was it? I don't know. Uh, time for a quick hand break and yeah. then another song. This time a bit of Human League, beginning with H, carrying on with our uh, H obsession... And I think it was one of their first hits, if not the first hit they had. So I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. I want you to work out what it is. Do you want the Go. answer to that thing you just asked me before? Uh, yeah. Record? Have you got it? The thick of it? The thick of it. That's it. You got it. This is 7FM. It's 8.44 and 50 seconds. It's Saturday, the 10th of January, 2015. Andy Clark on 7FM. 7FM. Bonjour. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Pascal, your guide on this tour of Paris. Heading for the city's famous river, I'm sure that none of you are sane. Now on the left, you'll see Notre Dame. What's that, sir? Yes, you are hunchback. And for the ladies at the front, you are... Hideous gargoyles. <laughs> and so to the Louvre. That's right, madame. You are possibly the world's most famous. Moon. Don't let the wrong battery spoil your day. Use Duracell Ultra, our longest-lasting battery. Imagine you are hungry, very hungry. You put your last coin in a vending machine and choose a snack. A giant octopus suddenly appears and shakes the machine, making everything inside fall into your open palms. What a delightful surprise! Much like with Betfair's Price Rush, where you can get better odds even after you've placed the bet. So you can win, big style. This is play, Betfair. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Yeah, you've got it. It's The Sound of the Crowd by The Human Lego. It's The Human Lego, not Lego. 
Sound of the crowd there. Uh, the single became their first top 40 hit, reaching number 12 in the UK. doesn't say what year. I think it was 81. No, it would have been before then. Um, what's, the t- what's the title of it? Uh, the Sound of the Crowd by The Human League. So okay. Phil's just uh, texted us in and said, um, Lance Percival, the star of That Was The Week That Was, dies at age 81. Actor Lance Percival, who found him, uh, fame in classic satire show That Was the Week That Was, has died at the age of 81. Mm. Amongst his notable film roles were Carry On Cruising, Postman's Knock, and Darling Lily. On TV, he appeared in the late 70s Shoestr- Oh, wow, in the 70s series Shoestring. Oh, he did. Trevor Eve, that yeah. was, wasn't it? As Very well, cool. yeah. Trevor and e. Citizen James, he also provided the voice for both Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr in the 1960s cartoon The Beatles. Oh. Well, well. That's sad, isn't it? It Very is, sad. yeah. And on to your other friends, the Human League was 1981. It was 81. I, th- yeah. I thought it was from memory. Pete would have known if he bothered to come in, but he doesn't, so no. he ate him. Fair enough. We don't hate him at all. <laughs> I can't believe you do. <laughs> Only because he pretended to lie to me and said he was listening to my show when he obviously wasn't. Well, he's a liar then. I even did a, we even did a five-minute spoof of Keeping It Country. Oh, really? I put on his voice. That's I said Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah. And he wasn't even listening. Wow. He's a charlatan. Yeah. And cheating a liar. Yeah. <laughs> and a knicker sniffer and a pickpocket. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, not the Nightclock News, I think. Knicker sniffer. <laughs> I'm sure I went to school with him. I did. I Nick, did. Nick sniffer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what were we talking about before that? Dieting. Oh, so, yeah. I was reading in the Times this week that, um... That this guy's written this article that no diet is written or described uh, for a man. Interesting. All diets are actually designed around women. And do you yep. know what? It's not to realise that. And I thought, well, how can that be? And, and, and this guy basically said that um, it's all about losing weight off your hips. It's all about reducing yep. your dress size, yeah. making sure that. Um, I don't know. Your other womeny bits are better. Bums, tums, and thighs and stuff. Exactly. And uh, the, I don't know, the, the cleavage diet or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's definitely the one, mate. Definitely the one. So, yeah, so I think um, I, I agree with him. So, anyway, I read some of his, um, his, his ideas. So, this week I've cut out bread. That's the best thing to do. Yeah, I've cut out bread. I'm still running every other day. Only three kilometres. I don't really enjoy it, but I, I put my headphones on and look at the floor and get on my running machine. That's right. I then plank, although the plank I'm doing, I'll tell you about that in a sec, uh, and I'm trying to reduce my intake. That's and I've good. lost two to three pounds this week so far. So I was going to say, I think, I've just looked it up, bananas, I remember, you say you have two bananas date. I think are massively high in sugar. Yeah, they are. But natural sugar, I know. Uh, fructose. 17, 17 grams of sugar. Yeah, fructose, not... That's why, though, to be fair, a guy of my weight and size... What, breakfast, three for eight and... <laughs> three for eight and 15 foot stone. wide. Yeah, 28 <laughs> stone. Um, you know, if I... Normally, having just, just a banana for breakfast wouldn't be enough. So, a no. banana, because it's high in sugar, and it's fructose, not sucrose, isn't it? 
But it's still sugars, isn't it? Yeah, it's, but doesn't it, your body deal with it differently? It does, but the, thing, the only thing that lo- makes me lose weight, we might have said this before, is a, having following a low GI diet. Ah. So that's any bad carbs like bread or flour. Well, that's or, what I've cut out as well. Yeah. So the thing is, I think you can go too much. So I'm doing that. So I've, I'm, I've reduced my intake. I'm not having bread. I'm running and I'm doing planking. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to start doing anything else. And this guy said it's important to binge out once or twice a week. Oh, good. From a mental state. Yeah. So last night, I thought I'm going to binge out. Uh, Oh, I've cut out alcohol in the week as well. Oh, that's that's good. So between a Sunday night and Thursday night... Yeah. Well, probably Friday morning, I should say. Um, <laughs> there is no alcohol entering my body. Good. Uh, I had a pint of Prony from Clarkie's Bar last night from yeah. the pump. Good. Which tasted... I didn't really want it. But I had it because I thought, no, I'm going to have it. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm yeah. glad I did. We yeah. had a curry. Karen cooked a nice curry. Good. Put vegetables in it, which isn't normally in a uh, masala. No, that's and, good. And um, also bits of wood as well. Which yeah. Is, which is nice. Nice. Yeah, nice bits of wood. <laughs> um, I did have seconds, and I did have fruit. I did have some mint yogurt with it as well. Oh, mint yogurt's all right, isn't it's it? great. Love it. Love Why it. Is, love that's no, but nothing bad in mint yogurt. Well, it's, it's dairy, isn't it? Dairy's bad for you. Um, I don't know. Dairy and grains are bad for you. It's a fact. Really? Yeah, because we never ate grains or dairy when we were monkeys. Or when we were, you know, the, in the paleo, uh, paleo... This is true. You know, when you think about it, we didn't eat anything that grew down. We ate, we ate things off trees. Yeah. And we ate meat. And that was it. Yeah. Are no you... vegetarians, none of that rubbish. No, do, have you ever tried the paleo diet? Yes, I have. I lost a stone. And when I went to my doctor, I did a before and after, because I, I was going through one of my hypochondria phases, like I am now. <laughs> and he took my blood pressure and everything before, and it was high, and he yeah. took it after a, a month when I'd lost a stone. And it was perfect. Really? Yeah. Fantastic. So I did say to Karen last week, I want to do the paleo diet. And she said, oh, what? Well, yep. And then rather than just being supportive and saying, yeah, that's fine. We'll work out what we've got to do. She came back with a typical Karen response, which was, yeah, there's no point in doing it for a month and then not doing it after. Ooh. Which is like negative. Yeah. yeah I don't know why I married her. Never really. support you. Well, I don't know why you married her. To be fair. You could have seen the light, shouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, well. Give another six months, perhaps. Well. Might improve. Get a push. Yeah. We're going to play a song now, um, and then we're going to go and have a cup of coffee and uh, water ourselves, and then we're going to have a listen to two songs from Howard Jones. Brilliant. This song is another song beginning with the letter H. This is Heaven 17. What's it going to be? Oh. No, you have to tell me. I've never been closer. I'm Come on. I used to think it was Kate Bush who was singing the bits on this, but it's not. That's Temptation. Got it, man, in one. Back after this, the news and a couple of songs by Howard Jones. But it's too late to hesitate. We can't keep on living like this.
Gloucester and around the world at 7pm. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7 FM.
This is Jermaine Greer, and you are listening to 7FM. Get it right, that's it. Good girl, good girl, <laughs> Jez. Good girl. Scared the pants off me, yeah, she did. She's a bit scary. Scary lady. Nice, though. Nice, nice, nice lady. Nice lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, think, I think we're going to... Should we go straight into it and do a bit of Baz and Tell? We oh, don't. why not? Yeah, we haven't done this for a while. Manky, um, manky. Yeah, let's do a bit of Baz and Tell on 7FM. This is Baz. And Seth. You're listening to the 7... What? 4 Breakfast Show on 7FM. In it, doll. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Terence? Barrents? We got our word this week, and the word is monkey. I like monkeys. I love monkeys. You like monkeys, because you went and lived with monkeys, didn't you? I, I went and lived with apes. What's the difference between well, monkeys? and apes? There's apes and monkeys, and apes are, are, are things like orangutans. I went and lived with the orangutans, because we've got the same colour hair. What, blue? Yeah. Blue's nice. Yeah. I like your blue rinse you've got going on. <laughs> no, I don't, actually. Seriously. I like your blue head as well. Thanks. Thanks very much. <laughs> so, uh, what do you know about monkeys, then, mate? Not much. I know, I know they're furry. I know they're not apes. Are they? I think there's the generic, isn't it? Monkeys, and then you've got all different types. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Do you like little monkeys or big monkeys? Um, you know, in you know, in Planet, you've seen Planet of the Apes. Film. I hate just the latest one was rubbish. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Oh, you see, then you're not going to no. answer my question because in that film, what are they? They're chimps, aren't they? They're chimps. What's well, the there's chimps. And oh, there's monkeys also, are smaller, aren't they? There's chimps, yeah. but also there is an orangutan in there, which is all wrong, because the orangutan spoke in that one and they don't speak. Well, actually, they don't ride horses or bikes as well. Or, or, no, <laughs> or shoot guns and that. Or shoot guns. I didn't like that film. I thought it was rubbish. I remember the original Planet of the Apes. That was all right. I used to watch that when I was a kid. Yeah, I used to watch it as a kid. I used to like... Um, I, I don't know whether I liked it or not, really. I liked the original... Yeah. I never really got it, though. Bloke... Did he go back in time or forward in time? I don't know. Forward? Yeah. Did he? Anyway, it was quite cool. But in a funny kind of way... I oh, know I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Because it would actually be wrong, because I'm not going to say it. Oh, well. Yeah. But what, the thing about that film is... Yeah. And, and What, the old film the or the new one? The latest film, the new one. So mm. Andy recorded it the other day, and he said, Oh, I've, I've recorded this, shall we watch it? Not Clarkie. No, my Andy. Oh. Well, my husband Andy. And Are you married? Yeah. Stand me. Right. And <laughs> and I said, all oh, right, let's watch it. But really, I thought, I don't want to watch it, because I always want the apes to win. They do win. And I'll cry if they don't. I cry if they get hurt or anything No, the apes like do that. win, though. Don't they? Do you remember the monkeys? Yeah. I used to like the monkeys when I was I quite kid. liked it, but they were a bit too stupid for me. And did they... Were they a band who had then had a show? Were they a show who had a band? They were a show that had a band. Ugh. They were pulled together, weren't they, to do the show. I used to like it. I used to like Mickey Dolenz. M- Mickey's what? Hello. What? Who was that? The little one? No, no he was the one with. He was one with the, the, the round yeah. face and the haircut. Yeah. 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 He was quite funny actually. Yeah. He's a. Isn't he a director or something now? I didn't. Don't think he directed. Is he? Planet what of? Films and stuff. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't follow them. Mm. They were quite cool. Saturday mornings, yeah. Saturday morning. Same was time that... as um, it was on. I think when we had the banana splits, which we've had before. Swap shot. What his was. 
Are you a swap um, shop or tis water? Um, I prefer swap shop. Yeah. Did tis you ever used? Did you ever used to text? No, you couldn't text in, but you used to have to write in. Write in? No. Uh, lie. I did. To swap stuff. Yeah, I did, but it never got up on that board. No, mine you never got up. Board I think it was a fix. It, yeah, it was a fix, wasn't it? But that was. It was slightly more classy than tis was. I, I didn't like Tis Was. They used to oh, chuck only, custard at people. Well, the only thing I remember in Tis Was was, or was it not Tis Was? Tis Was was with mate, yeah. There was one that had with Chris Tarrant, wasn't it? Oh, the Bucket of Water Club. That was Tis Was, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, I didn't like the that. Bucket of Water Club, yeah. I, um, used to obviously throw buckets of water. Why are we talking about Tis Was and Swap Shop? We're talking about monkeys. Why, why are we talking about monkeys anyway? Because. Where do they live, monkeys? Well, they live in jungle. Where's the jungle? Well, I went to Borneo. Do you know there's people there. out in Borneo who still think there's wars going on? Wars? Mm. There are wars going on. Yeah, I know. They're right, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> there's loads of wars They've gone out there to run away from it. Good, good effort. There's loads of wars. Where else do they live apart from in Borneo jungle? That's where they should only live in the they jungle. Only live in, yeah, but only in Borneo jungle. Is there no other no, jungles? No, there's other jungles. Amazon? Amazon jungle. Amazon. That's where parents live as well. the bookshop, the big yeah. warehouse. They live That's there. massive, isn't it? But well, they need know. someone to do the picking. Cheeky, aren't they? They are monkeys. Cheeky monkeys. Yeah. Do you like monkeys, apes or chimpanzees? I like all of them. If you had to have one and cuddle, what would you have? I wouldn't cuddle any of them. Yeah, but if you had to. If I, it was the law. I, when I was in Borneo, yeah. there was a gibbon there that gave me a What's a gibbon? A gibbon's a monkey. <laughs> gave me a wedgie. Did it? <laughs> when I bent over. I know. Bloody hurt it. What, what was it doing behind you? It was... I was um, moving some logs. Move. And it... Stuck its long, long arm out of its of its enclosure. It was in quarantine, and it gave me a wedgie. Why was it in quarantine? Because they have to go in quarantine. Yeah, but you haven't told me the right answer. If you had to cuddle monkey, ape, chimp, or or what that one? If I could cuddle anything, and it wasn't going to attack me well, and rip no. my face off, mm. which most of them would do, mm. I would want to cuddle any of them. Big one, though, better because you could get right in there. I like orangutans. Yeah, they're quite podgy, aren't they? What I, about a silverback gorilla? That's I an like ape. gorillas. That's an ape, I isn't love it? gorillas, yeah. I'd like one of them as my mate. If you could go and see any of them yeah. in the wild, which ones would you want to go and see? Silverback gorilla. You want to go out to... I would, yeah, I would. I'd like to see a gorilla. Yeah. Because they're scary, aren't then they? Then we could go. Should we go? Well, now? Yeah. We've got to finish this off first. Oh, yeah, we've got another two to do. We've got to finish now. All right, then. Yeah. That's quite good to talk about monkeys, though. I like monkeys. Yeah. What song are we going to do? We're going to do, um, well, we're going to do, uh, The Jungle Book. Song. The whole... Yeah. Quality, because it is about monkeys, yeah. orangutans, chimps, all that, isn't it? But also, when, I remember when Eric Nerny did this, and it was it was class. What, Malcolm and Wise? Yeah, when they did this song. But we don't want the Malcolm and Wise version, do we? No. We want the Disney the version. Disney is it called I Want to Be Like You? Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Clarky, you must have this. He's got this, isn't he? Yeah. Jungle Book, I Want to Be Like You. Ooby-dooby-dooby-doo, find it, whack it in a banana shape, lay it back. I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men. I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby-dooby-dooby. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Talk like you. You'll see it's true. And ape like me. Can learn to be human too.
make fire. But I don't know how to make fire. Now don't try to kid me, man cub. I made a deal with you. What I desire is man's red fire to make my dream come true. Now give me the secret, man cub. Come on, clue me what to do. Give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. What year do you reckon that film was then? 1967. Oh, that's good. Was it? Yeah. Oh, that was two then. I thought you'd already known it. No, I didn't. It was written by songwriters Robbie and Richard Sherman and sung by Louis Prima. Ah, yeah. That's good. And we were just looking at the Morecambe and Wise one, which I don't think I've ever seen, which is really funny. funny. It is. Watch, go on to YouTubings and put Morecambe and Wise... Uh, Jungle Book. Yeah. Or good. I Want to Be Like You. I can't believe Baz and Tao did a whole thing on monkeys and that's I didn't good. even get a mention. Not even one mention of the monkey boy. Terrible. Maybe it was done a long time ago. Uh, oh, they've got a little back catalogue of stuff, have they? They've got, got another couple, yeah. They, they've, uh, they've got a few lined up. Are they both coming to your birthday? Uh, well, Helen is. I haven't invited uh, Al because he's not on, um, he's not on uh, FaceTube. Oh. Yeah. And you, we wouldn't want him to come anyway, would we? No, no. No. Of course, trouble. Exactly. Kick off and we don't want none of that, did we? Uh, kicking off. We don't have kicking off at Clarkie's. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Hang on a minute. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about a bit of news items. We've got lots to get in now. We've got 37 minutes to get everything okay. in. That's two more um, audio pieces, audio clips, and we've got to do the uh, front pages, and we've got some more songs to play. I want to play Megan Trainer's new song, Lips Are Moving. We're going to go out with that, I think. We've got some more H's to play. Uh, what should we do now? You pay. I tell you, do the charger bit. Yeah, so I did read about this. The charger uh, that boosts a battery in seconds. This is such a great idea. Um, 
So this is an article thing. I've just been witness to what feels like a modern-day technological miracle. A Samsung smartphone has just been recharged from being nearly out of juice to full capacity in less time than it takes to boil a kettle. Wow. There you go. The Israeli startup behind the demo, StoreDot, has shown off a similar feat before, but a previous demo posted online eight months ago involved a battery many times thicker than the handset itself, as well as an outsized charger, making the tech impractical for real-world use. This time around, the phone involved is no bigger than normal, and the charging dock is pretty slimline as well. Let's hear more. Music, news and information for South Gloucester, 7FM. A green flag every year when people head back to work and school. After a long period of the vehicle being parked on the drive, we see an increase in the overall... Yeah, can you see what I did there? That's the wrong clip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the wrong clip. Let's play the right one. (laughs) News and information for South Gloucester, 7FM. We are showing a new prototype of a generation of a battery that can charge your smartphone, any smartphone, in under one minute. Uh, This uh, battery uses new technology, new materials, new physics that uh, can uh, demonstrate uh, this fast charging. People are going to think, though, that there's so many big companies that are trying to solve the battery problem that it sounds incredible that you've managed to solve it. How have you managed to do that? Well, uh, we've invested a lot in the research of the materials and we have changed the architecture of uh, conventional battery. So uh, we have meshed materials of uh, polymer and metal oxide that together uh, demonstrate uh, a very fast charging. So it acts on one hand like a supercapacitor that charges very fast, and on the other hand like a lithium-ion battery. So this combination is a, a new generation of a battery. And this isn't just about making smartphones charge quicker, is it? No. So this can go to any mobile device, but also to electric vehicles where we've already started discussions with some electric vehicle companies that are interested to charge your electric vehicle in minutes instead of hours. We're just saying offline there that the Israelis are a fantastically uh, intuitive uh, what is it, 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 people? I mean, uh, yeah. there's Converse, there's all the technology stuff they do. Yeah, it's really lots, clever lots stuff. Technology startup stuff. And let's face it, that is that that is a massive winner. They yeah, productionise that absolutely. Get people to buy into it. Absolutely. Massive. So here's a question for you: Do you charge your phone by your bed overnight? No. Is that for reasons of health? No, I don't want the phone near my bed. I just put it in the office and leave it switched on. Never turn it off. In case it goes off, you don't. That's why you don't I want it near your bed. Don't. Yeah, it's, it's not a bed bedroom product, as far as I'm concerned. And See, if I'm, you do have an iPhone, yeah, and you have it, leave it charged up. Uh, for some reason, Siri can go off in the middle of the night. So oh, my sister, yeah, my sister charges hers in her bedroom, uh-huh. and um, it, she said the other night it freaked her out, and it woke her up by saying, "Hello, hello, how can I help you today?" <laughs> and she, it's, she said she thought she was being invaded. But to be fair, she's used to blokes in the middle of the night waking up and saying that to her. Coming she? to her bedroom and saying that, yeah. "How can I help how you can today? I help you t- what, what can I do for you today?" Yes, what can I do for you today? Wouldn't it be funny? Should I go around? I haven't seen your sister for a long time. Should I go round, break into that. a house? Yeah. Go into a bedroom and say it in a Siri-type voice. Yeah, yeah, be, if you could, be that'd be great. wouldn't it? Very funny indeed. Do you Very remember funny. our good old mate Simon? <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, I jacked up your number plates and put a new car in between. <laughs> new car. Yeah. His brother, who's also a bit of a, a, bit of a case, uh, decided for a laugh to wake up his mum and dad. So he, got, he put on, you know, these latex kind of old ladies' masks. <laughs> yeah. Put that on. 
put a cloak round him over his head and went in the middle of the night and woke up his mum and dad. Oh, no. Dressed as a, a sort of horrible old lady. And what did they do? Uh, I think they kind of had a slight freaking out <laughs> and a minor heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. That's on a par with you phoning up your mum once and pretending that she'd won the football pool. Oh, I yeah, I do remember that because <laughs> they never did them and that was a funny thing. <laughs> However, it's time for another song now, and we're going to do a bit of Happy Mondays. So what's this going to be, Paulie boy? Um, yes, that's right. Yeah. It's Kinky Afro. Another H song. Great song, this. 1990... Find it, please. I will. If Petey was listening, because he doesn't, he'd know. But he doesn't listen to anything else other than his own show. No. Absolutely.
So the same riff all the way through. Yeah, it is. Some songs do that, but they don't. You don't realise it, and no. you think that would be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would. It's my next song written. That's, that's exactly done. <laughs> exactly done, indeed, indeed. Uh, let's do that. Um, let's do that little thing. We're not going to play Heart Alone now, are we? No, we don't want to do that. <laughs> I was going to do that, but no, nah, let's not. Let's well, not. We're doing a little thing. We're going to do a little uh, feature. So your car, your car, did it start on Monday? Uh, yes, it did. Did every? Did um, did your lovely ladies start? Yes. Monday? Jennings as well? Yes. Okay. Well, then, it's not helping me out with this, uh, with this little feature now at all, are you? So, sorry. Monday was flat battery day. <gasps> it's the busiest day of the year for uh, recovery companies, such as Green Flag, the AA, the RAC. And Green Flag have done a very nice little article for us on this, which we're going to play now. Um, and then we can discuss. Okay. Music, news and information for South Gloucester, 7FM. A green flag every year when people head back to work and school. After a long period of the vehicle being parked on a drive, we see an increase in the overall breakdown volumes. And flat batteries are accounting for about 50% of all the requests we get for breakdown assistance on the first day back. Cars parked up over the festive period. People don't start their vehicles. The batteries will slowly go flat over time if the vehicle's not used. Best advice from Green Flag, at some point in between Christmas and the New Year, start your car up, put your headlights on, let the car run for a while. If you can, give it a drive. Um, Charge the battery back up, replenish the battery so that you're ready for the first day back. If you come out onto your drive and you are caught out with a flat battery, so you get in your car, you turn the key, there's no lights on, first thing to do is to call Green Flag. Make sure you have the appropriate level of cover. Our research shows us most flat batteries occur on your driveway, so make sure you're covered at home. Green flag every year, we notice a 15% increase in our breakdown volume associated with call-outs on the, on the back-to-work day. And of, the, of that increase in volume, we're seeing around about 50% of those are associated with flat batteries. So the advice from Green Flag over this Christmas period is make sure your car's well prepared for the back-to-work day on the other side of the festive activities. If you notice in your vehicle's turning over slower than normal, nip down to your local motorist centre and get your battery tested. If you're going to leave your, your car between Christmas and New Year, try and start it up at least once over the period. Give it a run. Make sure you keep that battery charged up. Don't get caught out on the back-to-work day. For more wintering driving tips from Green Flag... Head to greenflag.com for everything you need. Stay in touch with your local radio station for up-to-the-minute traffic and travel news too. Music and news for South And now is a bit of the Happy Mondays now. John Peel, yeah, well that wasn't <laughs> John Peel. Did sound like John Peel. Did sound like John Peel. Interesting. Could have been JP himself. Uh, apart from JP is no longer alive. What? <laughs> John Peel's dead, isn't he? he died. No. You do know, yeah, of course you knew that. Because I know he is Burke. He right. did. Go Sorry, on, like take the trouble to come over here, even though I'm ill, and you call me a Burke. But do you feel better? I do, actually, yeah. Clark, I do. being with me, yeah. spending time with me, the Clarkers. These two hours in here in the morning is in, like, an injection of uh, happiness. <laughs> oh, happiness. Yes, I just... <laughs> You have to slow the tape down, don't you? You do, you do. Yeah. Oh, what a... <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. It's a true story. Oh, dear. Okay. So, um, what's on, got, what, what? what's on your agenda for what's today? What's on my then? agenda? What, what am I doing today? Today, are you? Or? Uh, I've got Sam coming up with Steve in a bit. We're going to do a little bit of training for him mm. um, on the desk and stuff. And then, what else is going on? Uh, I want to get up on the roof and see why this leak is still occurring. Yes. And see it. It's a stain. 
It could be, I reckon, because it's been very windy, hasn't it? I wonder if it's lifted rain, up. I think it's lifted up and the rain is blown so in. So, my question is, for all of you builders out there, <clears throat> I, when I built this, I stupidly put on top of it those tiles where you get three tiles, like, in a line, uh, and they're made of, like, bitumen, and you put them down. Don't call me that. I know. You put them down, you nail them down, then you, and then they actually look like a tiled roof. Yes. Which is stupid, because you can't see the roof, so why did I do that? Oh, they're quite heavy, yeah. and what's happened is they've come apart between the tiles. They've shrunk. Oh. So what's happened is some of the water's getting in. Uh, it's not a lot, but a little bit. And what I've done over here is put some a roll of bitumen over the end, and yeah. I thought that sorted it. But it's clearly coming down probably from higher up, so I need yeah. to do the whole thing. But do I take them off and do it, and therefore I can use them maybe on other things, like the wood house? Or do I just go over the top of them? Because I'm thinking... Going over the top of them might be better for acoustic soundproofing. This is potentially. true. Yeah. But also, it's a it's more weight on the roof. Now, there is an RSJ going through the middle of the roof, yeah. which you didn't need, but I did it. Cause I you remember mean. seeing that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thinking, what do I do? Do I just go over the top? It's the quickest and easiest. Or do I take the old tiles off and then just go over the top? I would say over the top, because then, you, then you're belt and braces, aren't you, as well? But it's not too heavy for the roof. No, bitumen's not that heavy, is it? And this, this has got an RSJ and it's quite solid, isn't it? Oh, you walk on it. It doesn't move if you walk oh, on well, it. Oh, well, you bear it with another roll. In my top. dream last night where the roof caved in, yeah. it, it, you walk on it and it collapsed. <laughs> Do you still... Um, I went through a phase since Christmas of r- dreaming a lot and remembering them as well. Yeah, well, I always remember my dreams. I know you do. I don't normally. Don't you? Do you remember, well, you don't remember my dreams. Yeah, <laughs> remember your dreams. Yeah. yeah, it's quite scary. It is. Very, very well, much literally so. Me. Um, so, why... Uh, you know I'm a droner. I like drones. I'm going to buy one. I'm going to get myself a Bebop Parrot. No, Bebop. Yeah, Parrot Bebop. Bebop. Uh, why the future of drones is up in the air. Tiny drones, pink drones, selfie-taking drones, military drones, drones that fly themselves. Well, yeah. Isn't that the nature of the drone? I mean, yeah. The drone zone at the Consumer Electronics Show, CES in Las Vegas, is positively buzzing in every sense of the word. Drones are arguably the best hyped product at CES, says Ben Wood from analyst firm CCS Insight. Didn't they do? Um, didn't they do the uh, top of the pops theme the cover of? Um, <laughs> yeah, cover of um, whole lot of loving. Oh, I don't remember. I'm sure you're right. C- CCS. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. A very um, a veritable minefield in terms of regulation and safety. But as prices tumble, expect to see them in a lot more Christmas stockings this year. The Consumers Electronics Association, which organises CES, says the drone market should be worth about $130 million in 2015, 50% higher than 2014. In a few years, the trade group expects it to be a billion-dollar market. So the Bebop drone that I'm looking at, uh, because somebody said to me, why don't you just, if you're spending that sort of money, buy a proper one? Well, this one is a proper one. It is a proper one, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. and it's got a a 1080p camera in it with a fisheye lens that does its whatever it does and it can fly like this yeah. and the picture stabilised which is like unbelievable that's clever and you can tell it you can programme it to fly over there fly over there fly and then come back and land here does it avoid things in its way not sure about that because you'd have to think about that so well we, you just as long as you get up to 200 feet that'd be I fine so so we bought George a drone for Christmas wow it was a tiny one yeah it's only about I don't know 6 inches square uh, it's got a camera you can either take stills or you can record video can you watch it not this one you can watch. Not live, no, yeah. no, because you have to pay a lot. Um, and we've used this to fly around our house and take aerial pictures. We were over at some friends last weekend, and they've got a field where they've got horses and goats, and they said, oh, it'd be really cool. So this thing is amazing. Yeah, they are good. Brilliant. It's a little bit juddery, you've yeah. got to, and it's quite difficult, you, obviously, the skill of flying, but that is a, it's just fantastic. Yeah. And it's great fun. Yeah. Well, um, I want to get rid of my planes, all my planes, oh, yes. my helicopter, and then once I've done that, I should buy one. 
The other thing I saw yesterday on FaceTube, which is quite funny, yeah, was um, a guy that had bought a new drone and he was flying it for the first time and filming, and the battery ran out. And he's standing by a lake and it's coming back down and it's obviously not going to make it back to him. And it's going into the lake and he ends up, he jumps into the lake and he's like wading across it and he just catches it. Does like it? a millisecond before it goes into the water. Oh, wow. It's really funny. So you can, if you could do that as well. I will do that, definitely. That sounds good. I'll definitely do that. Um, good stuff. It's all good stuff, isn't it? It is. Yeah, they're good though, drones. I, I, I can see, as I said, even this little one of George's. Great fun. Great, great fun. Mm. But he's already got stuck in a tree a few times. Oh, was he? Yeah. What do you do about that? I have to go and get a very long ladder. Oh, you have to. And a bean pole. Uh, <laughs> Talk it out with... Because it's only little. It doesn't take a lot of wind to blow it off course. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> Time for an ad break now, and then we're going to play another H. Andy Clark. It's going to be Herman's Hermits, no milk today. Dad, have you got fibre optic yet? Oh, yeah, it's bang on, this broadband. And there's a lot less of that buffering malarkey. I've heard it's quality. My mate Sid said it's hot or hot. I catch up on soaps. So I'm up to speed when I video call my granny. Really? Well, my friend says she can shop online and stream tunes at the same time. Where would we be without our super-duper fibre-optic doodah? Nine out of ten customers would recommend BT Infinity to friends and family. Crandad. Why be Andy Nuttall? When you can be... Travel yourself interesting with Expedia.co.uk. Broaden your horizons with thousands of destinations and save when you book your flight and hotel together. Terms and conditions apply... See Expedia.co.uk for details. Time for time on Seven FM. Email us at radio at seven FM dot com.
a symbol of the dawn. No milk today, it seems a common sight. But people passing by don't know the reason why. How could they know just what this message means? The end of my hopes, the end of all my dreams. How could they know a palace there had been behind the door when my love reigned as queen? No milk today, it wasn't always so. The company was gay, we turn night to day. Graham Goldman from 10CC, and you're listening to 7FM. And why did we play that uh, that jingle there over the top? Because No Milk Today was written by Graham Goldman. Fantastic. There you go. And when was it, 67? Uh, actually, according to... So when I looked it up, it said 67. It said, first released a single by the Mancunian Group in the UK in October 1966. The Mancunian... Oh, from Mancunian. Yeah. So, and, Hermits, uh, Hermits. Yeah. Uh, with the B-side of My Reservations being confirmed, and it uh, peaked at number seven. Oh, I know about that. Didn't get any higher. Did you pick it number seven ever? Yeah. <laughs> Only not Friday night, really. Never 11? Oh, someone's got to 11. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just make 10 louder? <laughs> yeah, because all the amps go up to 11. Yeah, because this one goes up to 11. <laughs> exactly. Superb. Don't smash that one. Jimi Hendrix once on that one. <laughs> that was the young ones. Bad company. Not bad, bad company. Bad news. Yeah. Vim Fuego. Vim Fuego. What a great name. Brilliant. It'd be great to get old uh, Lily Allen's dad in here, wouldn't it? Yes, wouldn't it would. It'd be great to get Keith Lily Allen. Allen in here as well. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Every time I go to Tesco's, on a, I have a look to see if she's going to be in there now. Never Which is. Tesco's do you go to? I saw her in the Tesco's in Brockworth. So you get off at 11A, do you? And then go and see him. Yeah. You, do your dad, st- my dad st- lives, st- still lives in the same house. No. I was born Westfield in. Westfield Road. Yes. Oh, my God. Number four. Yes. <laughs> no, the, st- the same house I was born in. He still That's lives in it. That's unbelievable, that. I know. There's a plaque outside. It says Paul Alcock. Alcock. It is Alcock. I thought it was Alcock. Yeah, so there would be two L's if it was Alcock, wouldn't it? Oh, it's Alcock. Al. So if you tell people your name's Paul Alcock. Yeah, Paul Alcock. I don't do a Spanish accent, Paul. Oh, <laughs> mamma mia. That's Italian, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah you never tell them it's Ryan in the middle, otherwise it, when they write it down, they... Don't they, they... <laughs> do that anymore. No, we don't do that. So, now we got your Paulie boy. Yeah, Paulie boy's cool now. I like that. I like that better. See what I've done for you? I know. All the done, all things I've done for you. I Give know. me a free phone. I know. Give me free cups. You look after Have me. you told them they're, they're from me? Who? They're mugs you gave to Veronica and... Yes, but Geet hasn't got hers yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, she's not listening. Oh, she, she's not. Veronica told me she hasn't seen it to give it to her. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to give it to her when I see her I next. bet you are. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it's time to do the news now, Paulie boy. What do I think? I think it is. Oh, I've got my watch caught in the blimmin' oh, mic. Oh, dear. It's all <laughs> kicking off in here, isn't it? It is. Do I need my, do I need my glasses yeah, on? Yeah, you will, my babber. Right, my babber. Right, let's just do this. Uh, put the glasses on. Oh, you look nice. Oh, I'm better looking now, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. I look better looking from myself. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm horrible. Well, let's do this then. Let's have a bit of, um, let's have a bit of News 24 music in the background. It all sounds good. <laughs> Bloody end papers on the Paris siege today on the front pages. So, Saturday's front pages report the end to three days of violence in France, picturing police officers storming two hostage sites as three gunmen die. The Times describes the bloody climax of an affair which began with the slaughter of 12 people at the Paris-based satir- satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo. 
the Bloody Denormand is the Guardian's headline. It describes simultaneous police raids at two Parisian locations for the release of all remaining hostages. Any relief was marred by news that one gunman, Amadi Koulibaly, had killed four shoppers when he stormed a Jewish supermarket, the paper adds. As the Daily Star notes, police are still searching for Koulibaly's partner, Hayat Boumedin. However, it was not clear on Friday evening whether she was an accomplice. Some reports suggest the 26-year-old fled when the hostages escaped. And Koulibaly was thought to be the killer of a policewoman who was shot dead on Thursday, reports the I. During Friday's siege, Koulibaly had threatened to kill his captives if police tried to capture two brothers suspected of the Charlie Hebdo shootings. Sharif said Kuchai, who were believed to have started the violence with the magazine killings on Wednesday, were killed at a print works north of Paris, reports The Independent. It believed they ran from their hideout shooting at police and died, died in a hail of bullets, the paper says. And the brother's single hostage, reportedly the Printworks owner, Michael Catalano, was freed during the police raid. According to the Daily Express, the gunmen were all part of a terrorist cell programmed to wage war on the West. Security experts have warned that more attacks are likely, the paper adds. The Financial Times quotes French President Francois Hollande saying, The events had been a tragedy for the nation, adding the threat wasn't over, he told the nation. I call on you to be vigilant, united and mobilised. We are free people who will not bow to any pressure. And the Daily Mail takes a human interest angle, focusing on the moment of heart-wrenching relief when hostages were freed from the supermarket. Its headline, Thank God Our Children Are Safe, accompanies photographs of relieved parents clutching their youngsters. There is a more vengeful tone to some headlines. The Sun tries to capture the police, the public mood with the headline, Thanks for Charlie. Thousands of people across the world had posted on Twitter using the defiant hashtag Je suis Charlet in response to the magazine killings. And in the Daily Mirror's view, while the trio of gunmen had wanted to die as martyrs, instead they died as vile, pathetic, murderous scum. The paper says Britain is on high alert and suggestions the brothers, brothers had linked to the UK. For the Daily Telegraph, the ordeal has been France's terror nightmare. UK Prime Minister David Cameron is to march alongside President Hollande and thousands of others in a show of unity, the paper says. The possibility of US Barack Obama's attendance means a fresh security headache, it adds. That's your front pages on Saturday, the 10th of January, 2015. It's 9.50, 10 minutes to go to the end of the hour. And it's 7FM as well. There you go. Did forget that. Well, I think this is obvious what's... Uh, all the papers are united on that. I've slightly I think, dominated. I've got to be honest, I do like the Daily Mirror's uh, headline, Instead They Died as Vile, Pathetic, Murderous Scum. Yes, I know. It's. Uh, I mean, it was just dominating the news, wasn't it, mm. over the last couple of days? Just constant, constant, constant. Very tragic. Very tragic. Um, so, I don't know what to say now, actually. I, that's, it's quite upsetting, actually. Well, we, we, that, well, we don't... Occasionally we get serious on here, but, you know, I it's just hard think... not to, though, isn't it? It is when something like that's going on. I mean, uh, there's a couple of things spring to mind. Firstly, is there really any religion in the entire planet that suggests that you should kill other people? I don't think so. No. I mean, I'm not a religious expert, but I I don't think there's any that says, yes, go and kill people. Um, And some of these extremists, you know, you don't know. I mean, there was the head of MI5, I think, yes, they are red, suggesting that it was going to be a case of when something happened in this country rather than if. Yeah. So, but, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine about it. you, You could either... You know, do you say, well, I'm not going to go to London anymore in case the terrorist attack, or I'm not going to do this, I'm not... You can't do that. You could you could let it rule your life, or you could just think, it's a very low chance of it happening, and I'm just going to get on with my life, and... So I've started reading The Times now, okay. which only because it's free on the train. So, um, two articles I read this week. The one was about how the West has 
allowed this to happen and how we've all become cowards because especially in the UK um, nobody wanted to speak out about it nobody wanted yeah. to publish some of the images that have uh, happened in was it Denmark when the, that yes. guy got killed there? yeah there was threats to kill against the cartoonist that, uh, that drew yeah. the, the picture and yeah, nobody yeah. I think it was a picture of um, Jesus and uh, Mohammed I believe yeah, so holding I hands it, or something like that okay uh, and nobody wanted to republish it because they were frightened of doing so. Yep. And um, that, that's one article I read this week. Another one um, was... Oh, do you know what? I forgot what I was going to say now. It was, it was a really interesting article. Uh, oh, yes, it was about terrorism and how people are saying we should talk to them more. And this guy it, it begs the question, should we talk to terrorists, uh, fundamental terrorists? And he carries on through the article, and he, he goes through all these arguments for doing it, and yeah, arguments for not, yeah. and then he summarises at the end by saying, but there's no point, because it doesn't matter what you say, if you're a fundamentalist, your belief is that, and yeah. they can, you know, they will agree with what you're saying, but they'll carry on and do what they believe anyway, because it's their belief. Very interesting. Oh, yeah, I thought that there was There was a big good. debate, wasn't there, when the British government started talking to the IRA yes. years ago, uh, because their view was to open a dialogue was the best way to solve the crisis, which I suppose you could argue in some ways it did. Is that fundamental terrorism? No, it wasn't fundamentalist, but it's still that question about talking to terrorists, isn't it? And what is the difference? But what does fundamental I think fundamentalism with, mean? Well, because their beliefs, I guess it's a fundamental belief in a particular... You know, element of the religion, whereas the IRA was, was more territorial, wasn't it? It was a political. Uh, well, and territory, it? because they and, believe. And religion. Yeah, well, and, but territorial as well. They believe yeah. there should be one united Ireland. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. We don't. God, that was limey. What are we doing? Well, we might stop that. We? We, I'll tell you what, people are going to be turning off because we're boring <laughs> people with our, with our thoughts. Uh, when I say our thoughts, they're all poor thoughts, none of mine. Yeah, I don't have any enough. thoughts. I'm not allowed thoughts after yeah. the 1973 Anti-Thought Act, <laughs> whereby uh, I was told not to think anything ever again, and I haven't since then. You've successfully achieved I've that. I've thought nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing indeed. Ah, oh, dear. Ah, oh, dear indeed. It's time for a song? Not yet. Now we've got to fill two or three minutes. Oh, that's fine. We can manage that. <laughs> can we, we done, do that? We've done all our news. Have we? We've done all that. Yeah. I think we've... I think I've burnt out on the news bit. A little bit premature. That's which fine. Is one of your problems. So I, yeah, thank you very much. I was going to ask you about... Um, so, uh, your helicopters you're selling. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. Com- How much? Well, okay. Can you talk about it on air? Well, uh, so right, the, I've got a Blade 400 ready to fly. Yeah. It's got all the... So, it's all, got all everything in it. Yeah. I've got um, uh, a DX6i Spectrum controller, six channel. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 3D helicopter. So you can fly it upside down. Really? Yeah, it's a proper. Wow. A bit of 300, 300 pound you. Oh blimey! Oh yeah, it's not a Mickey Mouse thing. So um, the one with got polystyrene floats on the bottom. That. No, no, no. You can put weight. You can put um, hoop a hoop on the bottom, and okay. you're training undercarriage. Okay. Yeah. And I've got one of those. You have got one of those, but not for the same. <laughs> I, I always wear my training pants. You do because your undercarriage yeah. is it's been written <laughs> off, hasn't it, since the uh, incident. <laughs> Um, I've also got a, uh, what have I got as well? What's the plane called? Oh, I can't remember now. It's a red and white one. It's quite got wingspans like that. Yeah, no, I've seen it. It's good. And I've also got a train one, trainee one as well, which if it gets into difficulties, it'll fly level. Really? It'll just fly. If you, if you switch that on, it'll just fly. It's clever. Yeah. Um, but I'm scared to fly him around here because, I don't know, I, I'm just worried. But I suppose at the moment I can see virtually all around here. So yeah, you can. But your your pilot friend comes and flies. He them, comes and he? flies, and Pete, yeah, he comes and flies. Yeah, okay. But I think the drone I would use more. Oh, that would be so cool. Take a few photographs. Or so. Although I suppose you could go places, couldn't you? Well, that's what George has been doing. We yeah. visit people, and he takes it with him, and then he'll take aerial photographs of their house. So this yeah. little thing, it's only tiny. It'll go up about sort of 60, 70, 80 feet. Yeah, um, and it's great fun like, watching it back. If you buy so with the Bebop, if you buy the controller as well. 
um, the wireless controller. It got to two and a half kilometres. Wow. And you have you slot your iPad into the front and you can yeah. watch. Is it yeah. what they call it? first? Not first person. What they call it where you're yeah. actually watching well, what it's... Well, it's real. It's live feed, isn't Brilliant. it? Brilliant. Live feed, yeah. How or you can it... fly it from your phone and I think it'll go 200 feet or something. Okay. That's cool. That'd be cool. And you get, you get a full vision of, you know, what's going on. That's great. Great it is, mate. So, so we've got four minutes. Yeah. God, that's not a very long song, is it? Lips are moving. It's only two minutes, 58.9 of a ninth of a second. Who's that by? Uh, Megan Trainer. Oh, we're not doing an H. No, well, no, because I wanted to play some... I haven't played any uh, new entries. So oh, Kane, Kane West featuring Paul McCartney online, um, only one. That's a uh, new entry this week. Kanye Phil- West and Paul McCartney have done a collaboration. Yep. Whoa. Philip George, Wish You Were Mine. Uh, Megan Trainer, Lips Are Moving. Okay. Pitbull featuring Keisha Timbers back in. The Killers, Mr. Brightside is a re-entry no from... No way. ...however many years ago. Why is that back in the charts? Somebody's bought it, I suppose. Gosh. We Why not? Play- more than one, one... Would you like us to play that at your birthday party? Can you play it? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Right. Yeah, if you can. We will. Need to start planning this out, don't I? Really? Yeah, we need Got to get a you, chart. We need to get Dependence you involved in a few songs. Yeah, I do. Yeah. We'll learn a few songs. Give us a couple of songs you want us to play. Okay. And like you learn the keyboard bits. We don't want to be up there all night, do you? No. Be in the centre of attention. That, leave I, that for me. I think you should learn that um, that one by uh, what's the name? Uh, Wolf Alice. Oh, yeah, that's quite good. I think good. you should learn that right. one for me. We'll come my, up with a pl- list of songs. If then. you could, or get her to attend. That's like? probably better. All right, well, I'll write to her. If you could, wouldn't hurt you, would it? No, not so really. So we're going to play a bit of um, Megan Trainer now. Lips are moving. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. Thank you for making me feel better. Thank you, my pleasure. It's £40 plus VAT. That's we're right. back next week on Saturday. You're back on Wednesday. Oh, uh, yeah, indeed. Okay, laters. Bye. Boy, look at me in my face. Tell me that you're not just about this base. You really think I could be replaced? Nah, I've come from outer space. And I'm a classy girl. I'ma hold it up. You full of something, but it ain't love. What we got is straight overdue. Go find somebody new. You can buy me diamond earrings and na 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 na. Put a smell on your collar, so ba 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 ba. I know you lie, your lips are moving. Tell me, do you think I'm dumb? I might be young, but I ain't stupid. Talking round a circle.
world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.